Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture and into Christ. Hi, I hope you're doing well. Thanks for tuning in to the Gone Grow Show. I am one of the co-hosts, Bree. This episode includes the second half of the interview I did with the founder of Open Praise Tampa, Jason McGriff. After the interview, C and I share recaps of our top five listen to episodes of 2016. Enjoy. Anytime I get a chance to minister God's word, uh, spoken word format, I'm so humbled. Like, man, I remember I would be doing an erotic poem and now using me to spread your word to like thousands of people. You know, and, and that's such an honor. It's so incredible. And I make sure that I don't get uh, holy or religious with it. Like, I pretty much write the same way. I just write my stories. You know, I still write about sex. I still write about women and um, drinking and and everything. But, you know, I, I feel it's more effective, you know, just to be open and transparent. Because, uh, like you mentioned, like, w- with the open mics and the songs and everything, if you go way back uh, to the 90s, early, late 80s, early 90s, but BB and CC Winans, like, um, I forgot the name of that song. But it was all over the radio. Like everyone thought that was a love song. And my I was in the army then. My partner, he was a Christian. He said, That's a um a Christian song. I said, Nah, it's a love song. He said, To Jesus. <laughs> I was like, No, it's not. He's like, Listen to the words, man. He said, Listen to the song. He said, Everyone's dancing off it in the club and everything. He said, But that's exactly what God wants. He said, That's a that's that's a C B and song. That's a Christian song. He says, BB and C C wine. And if you listen to that, that song is right on the tip of my tongue. And and I always think about that conversation we had in like 95, I believe that was. Mm-hmm. And it is right. Like, and so I try to write that way. So that, so basically what I'm saying is I write so that I can go to those same spots I used to go to and do erotic poetry. So I'll do the, I'll, I'll get up and I'll go in, as poets say. But you, if you know word, if you know the word, then you'll know I'm ministering to you. Right. A lot of people who probably aren't um, into their word or know their word or aren't so savvy with it, they may not get it till later. And I just want to sow the seed, you know. Want to sow the seed, you know. It just reminded me of the God the glory, huh? Oh, I say it just reminded me of the Bible verse. If you have, was it? If you have ears, let let him hear. <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, but my when I when I'm doing that, I'm more thinking um, like one planet, one water, and God gets the glory, God gets the increase. You know, mm-hmm. and that's it. You just go sow the seed. You know, or maybe you're watering that seed. Like maybe you're that night, your confirmation for somebody to say, "Yeah, I need to change my life," um, and everything. You know, and that's it. But I, 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 of course, I have praise pieces where I'm just praising God, but. When I go out, I hardly do those. Um, I do, you know, like the straight up pieces. Like I have a piece called God's Gift. And that's about narcissism and womanizing and all of that crazy stuff. And you know, and how I came to Christ, like to to not do those things, you know. And and I think that'll minister to that guy who's womanizing or who's narcissistic, who's who thinks he's God's gift. I mean, of course, I thought I was God's gift to women at one point, mm-hmm. you know. 
and it's just a straight up peace instead of going up and saying, don't women, don't women, God wouldn't like you to, to uh, have more than one woman. You're supposed to have a wife. And I don't receive that as, as well as saying, you know what, man, I did that too, bro. And it's just better if we have one woman now, because that's going to lead somewhere crazy. You're going to have a lot of kids or you're going to catch something or, you know, Keep so it it's a way to minister. Yeah, basically keeping it real. And, you know, that lets the guy know, like, you know what? I do have a good girl. Let me stop cheating on her. Or, you know, I have two kids from two different women. Let me stop right now because I'm about to be broke because God has already increased you financially. It's just your money's going all over the place. You have enough money, so stop begging. You know what I'm saying? You you got to stop doing your crazy stuff. And then um, God can, can do his thing for you. Like, he's already done it. You just, you're messing it up. And so that's how I try to minister. I, I really try to get to the people that are out there, not to church people, like um, preaching to the choir type stuff. Nah, yeah. you know, no word and all of that. But, you know, how do I get to that guy who's over there, like, contemplating shooting somebody or something like that? You know, so it's all in your writing. So I, I love that um, God answered my prayer. And, like, when people come up and say, ah, oh, can you come over here and do a a piece for me. Um, sometimes it's hard when they um, specify what type of piece, and then you know you have to pray, and the Holy Spirit tells you, "I built you for you're built for this. You can write a piece for that if that's what they want." Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just writing out of your own little library because it grows you. Now you have a piece for that. You see? Yeah. So wow, that's that's great. Um, so we kind of we're as we're talking about open praise, and you mentioned going into different cities, do you have, in addition to that, what is your vision for open praise in the future? Is there anything beyond going to, I guess, different cities or um, anything else you would like to see happen with it? Um, Going to different cities, yeah. Um, Like I said, we're called Open Praise Tampa um, because we're about to start in Orlando. We were about to start in Clearwater, but um, my co-producer, Melanie, Melanie T, she moved from Orlando to St. Pete. So we're just getting ready for growth um, to uh, have, like, different locations for Open Praise because we're Open Praise Tampa. So we, you know, we already see that we'll be in a few different places. Um, just to go out and and just do what we're doing to, to, to openly praise, praise God, praise Jesus, um, to be bold. You know, to go out on Friday and Saturday nights uh, when most people are going out because there are a lot of people who don't want to go to the club. They really don't. Right. And they'll go because they feel that's all they know. Right. Exactly. It's nothing else. So it's like, okay, yeah, come get me. I'll go to the club with you. Oh, yeah, I'll take a drink. Like, we don't have drinks. Like, we have water. We have food. Like, my partner, um, he cooks these these awesome meals. And oh, we yeah. have, I didn't, man, I didn't we... mention that when I was at the park. We did have the fish tacos. <laughs> you guys, we have fish tacos all there. around. You know, good, good features, good food. It was everything was set. It was great. Yeah. So when we go inside, you know, which is more informal, then I have a partner, um, and he cooks like brown stew, chicken, cabbage, uh, carrots, rice. Uh, we had fish fries. You know, so so you're sitting there hearing this good poetry, eating this good food. And the thing is, like, it's straight love because, you know, one of the stipulations, this is my brother, my partner, but we're so close with our brothers. 
And and uh, he's like, okay, cool. How much a plate? I said, that's the thing. If you want to do it, you can't charge nothing. You have to just only accept love offerings. And he didn't hesitate. He said, okay, cool. And when people come and they're like, how much? Like, for love offering. It's like crazy. It's good food. They're like, give them like a couple of dollars or whatever. And it's not about the money, but I've seen people go to their car, come back, and say, man, that food was so good. I just got to give you some more money. I mean, I think it's hilarious because that's just God. Now, that's showing, okay, we spent money for food. Most people want to make an increase, want to make a return. But that just shows if you don't worry about the money and worry about all this stuff, just do what God has to do. He'll increase you and everything. And we have fun with that. That I, I wouldn't want anyone to be in bondage and come to our event. And they can get in, but they can't eat, mm-hmm. you see. Yeah. And so you're not getting a full open praise sample experience. So if you come in, uh, it's $10 to get in now. And preferably we won't have to go higher than that. Um, but you can come in, and if you have fifty cents, you can get you can pay fifty cents for an awesome meal. Uh, we have water, we have lemonade, tea. You know, we don't have wine or nothing like that. But like I, I've told people, you know what? If you drink and you have some liquor, you can bring it. You can use one of these as your chaser as long as you come back. You see what I'm saying? Just be free. Now, most people I have a friend who brought some Hennessy into into our, our one of our shows. <laughs> And so I went to talk to him. I knew he was drinking because I saw the cup on the floor. But I didn't say no. I was just had, glad, happy he was there. And um, one of our singers, Miss Luana, she's my favorite singer. And she was singing. He said, man, I had to stop drinking. And I love that. I, I love it. Oh, wow. You know, that's just, God, that's just real. You know, you go like, no, you can't bring liquor. Like, I'm not going to give you any. But if you feel you want to drink and you came too, then come on. And so I'm sure he won't do it again. And that's what I'm saying about those things. You you know, the Holy Spirit has his ways of working. We just mess it up, you know. If I say, man, I know you're drinking, man. You got to take that outside. Instead of letting Miss Luana minister, let the Holy Spirit minister through Miss Luana to his spirit. And, and, you know, convict him like, you know, you know better than that. And there you go. Now he doesn't get a DUI on the way home. The Holy Spirit is amazing. Oh, yeah. And so, and that's. Thing. We just, we just, I encourage people to be free. Um, if you're a Christian, be free. You know, let people know, hey, I'm a Christian. If I can hang out with y'all, you gotta think the people Jesus hung out with, you know, they weren't like, you know, the stand up type dudes, you know, they were, yeah. they were all over the place. Yeah, the but because of his presence, yeah. yeah, and that's, uh, and that's, I, that's Jesus to me. Um, just being. You know, and of course, I have my devotion time when I'm running in the morning and I'm talking to the Holy Spirit and, and I'm running for miles. And, and that's the Holy Spirit just downloading information to me, like telling me my assignment, you know, what to do, even how crazy it may seem. Like open praise is crazy. Like I said, that's not going to work. And he's like, trust me, you'll see. He said, that's why I need you to do it, you know, because you built like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a really bold guy. Like, you know, yeah, like a, okay, and then you might get some people who kind of like, nah, I ain't doing that. Now you know, Miss God, and there you go. So I try to, you know, I I have a lot of alone time, and so I just try to hear God, and then once I go out, then try to do, you know, what he what he's told me to do, and I think that that's how will affect the world if once people start trusting God more and doing what they're mostly. I'm talking to men. 
you know, women, y'all, y'all love y'all some Jesus, so y'all do what y'all supposed to do. You know, but guys, we're stubborn. You know, we're hard-headed. We're we're prideful. You know, and everything. We're we're we do all of that, but then we don't do what we're supposed to do, and we miss God. And so, I believe once once men start stepping up and saying, "Man, the Holy Spirit, man, God told me to do this." You know, He just said, "Cook this food and go out on this corner and give it away." To, to people. Now you started your home, your your food ministry. You're you you're, you're you're showing the Jesus in you. You know now people say, okay, that Christianity stuff ain't so bad. You know religion is killing us. You know it's it's hurting um, Christians really badly. You know. Oh yeah. Trusting God is is so important and being obedient because we all have you know Jeremiah says you know we he has purpose for us and we have we're not saved just to you know go to church and go home like we're you know we're saved to go out like we said we've been talking about making disciples and things we all have um things that god wants us to do and if we don't get serious about our walk in christ and you know listening to the holy spirit we'll never achieve those things and how how sad that is for us to not you know make the impact that god wants us to make on the world especially as christians because you know um, the world and secular culture is coming out in full force. And like you said, like Christians, we should be radical and um, doing exactly what, what God wants us to do. I mean, we never know um, the impact we'll make on people. And you look in the Bible, like all this, all the things that people did just by their obedience, like these great people like Moses and um, just how he, you know, helped free the slaves and how history was changed because of that. And Abraham, what he did on his faith, like we can do things in our everyday lives. We don't think we're making an impact, but you know, that one person we talked to God, um, in the Bible, it says that, you know, Jesus went looking, he did so much just for that one person that was lost. So even if we impact one person, that's still, I mean, that's, that's amazing to God. Like that's he, if he'll go out and look for, you know, that one person, like how, how great it is that we can join in with him in doing that. Like he sees, you know, each and every person. And not only does he see each person, like he sees the hairs on our head. He sees the thoughts of that person. Like he puts so much value on one person. So why shouldn't we, why shouldn't that expand to, you know, our, our daily lives? And we should have a focus on that as well. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for, um, joining us again and sharing your story. I guess with it being the end of 2016, uh, do you have a favorite album or song um, that came out this year that you, you know, you had on repeat all all year long? Um, <laughs> I had quite a few albums um, that came out this year. Um, I'm not sure if they came out this year. Like, I know I listen okay. to William McDowell a lot. Yeah. I listen to William McDowell a lot. I listen to Molly a lot. Um, I just, I wasn't a fan of Christian rap, but I just, I listened to Lecrae a lot in the gym. I really love that album. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what the name of that album is. And the then like, um, Anomaly, that album, yeah, I love Anomaly. That, that kind of epitomizes what we're talking about. Like, you know, he, one of the songs where they're in, the skit is they're in the gym and there's partners like looking at the girl, like he loves oh. the gym because of the I love, love, love that. When I'm running, I just, that's my go song. Or if I'm in the gym, you know, I go a little heavy on the weights. That's my one because it's it's funny, it's real. 
it ministers. You know, it's like, don't do it. Like, don't <laughs> do it. Don't do it. It's like, I love this gym. I love this gym. <laughs> you know, and that's just, that's my life, man, because the people I, the people I prefer to rock with are the ones that, that you're trying to bring to Christ. Like, I love that because you're seeing them. So I love, like, um, one of my favorite songs, though, is Jessica Reedy, Blue God. Um, I don't, I don't think that came out this year. I think it came out a couple know, of years ago. I don't know if you went but, to, I think it was the Poets in the Autumn tour, the first one. Yeah, that's what in I Tampa, thought. That's she I performed there. Yeah, yeah. There. you were there. Oh, yeah, cool. I, was I was there. there. And yeah. that song, when I'm about to minister or, you know, if I'm, if I write a piece and I'm like, of course, poets think all of our pieces are the best. Like, oh, that's, man, that's my best one. You know, and you forget about God. You forget who wrote the piece or, you know, or it, may, it may not even be all of that. But when you're about, when I'm about to minister or when we're about to have open praise and that's, you know, I'm reflecting and I'm, I'm envisioning the, the whole night, you know, the Holy Spirit showing me the night, what to do, what not to do. You know, I go through that whole thing and I play that song like probably all day. And I play Blue God to just keep me humble, um, to remember that it's about him, not you. Like, you know, you're not all that as a poet. It's just that he chose you and just do what you're supposed to do. Don't get in the way. You know, and Blue God just, just epitomizes that to me. It tells us all of these things we do against God. And, um, you know, if you were a color, you'd be a blue God. You'd be sad because of the things we do and make you sad. So that song is, I would say, it's like my number one song that I really love to, because to, it helps me reflect and not get, you know, so, so, um, so uh, prideful, I would say. Or, you know, think it's about me or something like that, you know? Oh, yeah. So I have a few, like, like Janelle, like, local artists like Royce Levitt. He, he's, like, family at Open Praise. Like, he's signed with Motown Gospel now. He comes. I love his album, um, Janelle. Janelle Richardson, I love her album. You know, and the thing I love about her album is that she rarely mentions God, like, or Jesus at all. You know, and when she and I talk, she says, Jay, it's about the spirit, man. Mm -hmm. Like, the spirit is, is the Holy Spirit. You know, he said, that's how I want to bring people to Christ, you know. Just doing these songs, like, good music, the spirit is is Jesus. You listen, and you got to know what you're listening to, or, or maybe not, I would say. And then it, when it just resonates in your spirit, it just draws you. And that's that's the thing right there. So, so as far as artists, I love local artists and Jessica Reedy, Molly, William McDowell. Those, those are like my favorite, favorite ones. Okay. And I know earlier we were talking about transitioning to um, Christian poetry and Christian music. I just want to let people know if you're kind of wondering where can I hear some Christian poetry, I'm getting tired of all this secular stuff. And I definitely recommend checking out, I think what got me started was listening to the poets of P4CM, Passion for Christ Ministries. They're all over YouTube and they actually have a tour coming. Well, some of them are coming to Orlando in February. I'll, we're definitely going to post that on our site. And as um, Jason was mentioning, not if you're also looking for um, more Christian events, 
and you're getting tired of, you know, things going on, going to the club, things like that, on our website, we have a calendars where we post all the Christian, local Christian events, and they're not just, you know, church events, but they're relevant and edifying events that you can have a great time at. Um, it's, our website is www.goandgrowshow.com, and to get to the events page, you can just go backslash events, and it'll take you to those calendars. We also have different resources if you're looking for just more Christian blogs, Christian, even Christian YouTube series, like we got you covered. We have a, a list of all these uh, different things that are going to lead you closer to Christ, and um we're just um, thankful for you tuning in and very thankful for Jason joining us. So, um, Jason, if people want to follow up with you um, the, uh, before we close out, because you, you said you would uh, give us a poem. So you guys will get to he- actually hear a poem also on this episode. So before we close out with the poem, how can people follow up with you, especially if they're artists and they might be interested in performing at the next Open Praise? Um. Maybe we're just on Facebook, um, so you can just look us up at Open Praise Tampa on Facebook. Um, and the same thing on uh, with the Instagram. Um, you can just go to Open Praise Tampa, and our, our logo is a lion. It has a jade eye. Um, it has a picture of a world with directions on it. And um, that's our logo, and so you just click on that. Friend us on Facebook. Um, on Instagram, we were open praise underscore Tampa at open praise underscore Tampa. Um, and, and that's about it. That's mainly how we probably promote through Facebook and everything. Right. Social media, everybody's on there. So hopefully they can uh, connect with you there. So that would be, that would be great. And I definitely recommend checking out the next event. I'm going to try and, uh, make it out. Um, so, I know you mentioned that you were interested in doing a piece. Uh, what's what's? Can you tell us the name of it? If you're um, honestly, no, it doesn't have a name. Oh, okay. I actually just wrote it, so I'm gonna just try it out on you all first because I haven't ministered it yet. Oh, great! <laughs> I'm actually great. Ministering, I'm ministering it tonight um, at our watch night service. Okay. And and it's uh, it's basically a piece on what we kind of what we were just talking about just now i wasn't sure what i was going to do um but it's short and sweet it's, it's about a minute long i think and it's just basically like we're saying show me your god show me your jesus you know and um and i'm starting to really like it so i just wanted to share it with, with someone else so hopefully you all like it or hopefully it ministers to your spirit yeah all right perfect show me your god Nah, that's too easy. Show me your Jesus. And I've heard them all so you can keep your scriptures. You see, my daughter's crying, got me committing crimes for her hunger pain. So my hallelujah belongs to food. Yeah, she deserves it. You say you have the light, well, my homelessness has no money, power, So my comprehension is zero. So I'm going back and my next move will be negative. I mean, why join a body full of liars, hypocrites and backstabbers when she can sell her body, lay on her back to provide food, 
milk, and pampers. I could sell a little dope to supply all of my answers, so show me your God. <laughs> nah, that's too easy. Show me your Jesus. If he resides in your heart, then reveal him to me. Until then, leave me alone. And that's it. That's yeah. that piece. Thank you so much. I'm done. And so with that piece right there, it's we have a skit that comes right behind it. Um, and basically what, what happened at our church is that uh, uh, a young lady came looking for community hours, uh, for probation or something like that, her community service hours. And she wasn't a believer. And basically through her doing her community service at, at our church and just the people at our church being real, I mean, we have some fun people at church, you know, they're really cool. And they, you know, even with her negative attitude and she was a prostitute and she had these kids and she did what she had to do, you know, what she felt she had to do, I'm going to say, to, to, to survive, to make it. Her pimp came to our church. I mean, oh, wow. it's it was all it was all of that. So once they told me the gist of it and I wrote that, um, and it's basically about so associating higher, you know, associating with you want to change your life. Like earlier, there's someone's going through, you know, you, I mean, find that person or ask God to show you that person who you could, uh, you know, latch on to hang out with, you know, and, and I'm talking about the one that you really could rock with, like go to the mall, go eat, go to a movie. I mean, go jet, I like jet skiing, go fishing. And y'all, I mean, I don't care. I've heard a lot of this all the time. But if, if it's in you, it's going to come out. So eventually, you can't help but talk about God or talk about Jesus if it's in you. I don't care where I go. Eventually, it's going to come down to it. Someone's going to say, how's your poems? How's your show? How's church? Um, you know, and all of that. So that piece I just did is, is for those people. I say I write. I don't write for the, you know, I don't um, preach to the choir. You know, uh, I want that person that that doesn't know Jesus or doesn't um, trust Christianity, um, doesn't believe in God, and so I kind of write pieces like that to get their attention. Like, hey, I'm a Christian. I'm real too. We all go through it, but you know, this stuff works and is real, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Well, I'll thank you so much for for joining us. I really appreciate it, and Happy New Year to you and all of our listeners. Um, I hope you have a great watch night service, you guys, all right. at your church. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we will. Um, it'll be amazing. But, yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate this. So I just I want to say I just hope everyone goes out um, and be bold in Christ, you know. Be bold in who you are. You know who you are. You know, don't be shy don't don't be uh scared you know god hasn't given us a spirit of fear the power of love sound mind so go out and you know just be radical with this thing you know and and be real just show people who 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 jesus is in you and and you'll have an awesome time you're gonna love what comes from it yes oh, i forgot to ask do you have any questions for me um what i do like basically, what what do you all um, see in gaining from doing what you're doing? You and see, like 
you know, like from from your what this this uh, podcast, like what do you see coming from it, basically? Well, our our mission, I guess, is really kind of aligned with what you're doing. We're trying to reach out to people that might be, you know, tired of a secular lifestyle. Um, I, I hear so many people, they'll tell me, you know, I get so tired of the songs they play on the radio and, and this and that. And I just want to tell them like, hey, you know, you can turn the radio off or find something else to listen to. And it's not just like with music, but with media and other types of media, TV and things. And we're trying to give people a, a Christian alternative to see that, you know, as Christians, like we said, as we've been saying, like our lifestyle should be different. And the things that we listen to should be different. The things that we watch should be different. And it's just giving people those alternatives. And our, on our website, we have links, as I mentioned, to these different resources that can help people see that, oh, being a Christian isn't just about going to church on Sunday. But once Christ is head of your, truly the head of your life, it's going to impact who you are as a person. And you're not going to want to listen to the same things you listen to. And we're just once people get to that place and they might be struggling with trying to find resources, we're here to kind of help them. And on this podcast, we take topics and we show them from a Christian perspective. Like we've talked about, like how eating healthy, um, how that's for God's glory. Getting fit is for, you know, God's kingdom. Um, even on this show, we've talked about how our, how our transition, like the, the our entertainment, how we've listened to the things we listen to, you know, as we become Christians, we got convicted and now we're listening to things that are going to edify us. So we're just trying to help people with that, that transition from, oh, doing what pleases their flesh to doing what pleases God and realizing you're not making any, yes, you're making sacrifices in that process, but it's going to make you better. I mean, Jesus, like I said, is here to give us life more abundantly. So you're, you might be putting down some things, but the things you're picking up are going to help you much more in the long run. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That, that's awesome. I, I may want to keep talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because that's so great. Because, you know, that, that's how I am, man. Because, you know, it says, you know, our gifts will make room for us amongst great men. And the thing is, I think about the... You know, through poetry, I remember this lady asked me when I was doing poetry, when I first started, like, so what are you going to do with this poetry? She was a Christian, and I wasn't, and I, was, I said, I don't know. I said, but um, I've had dreams of doing it at a church. She said, how are you going to do that with that poetry? I said, I don't know. I said, but I'm just telling you what I see. I'm just answering your question. Yeah. And then years later, I'm like, at all these different churches or have my own Christian open mic event. Um, like I said, we won best open mic music. Um, and that says a lot to me that I was elated because I was so and excited. And congratulations on that, by the way. I didn't say it earlier. Yeah. And I was thinking we've only been doing it three years, but in three years, um, just from being obedient and trusting God, um, out of all the open mic shows that's been around for years, I mean like 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, we've been around for three and we won best open mic in the Bay. That is huge. You know, it's huge for the kingdom, not for us, but it just shows that if you trust God, it was just, and that's so small. That's so, 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 so small compared to all the other things that God can do to us if we just, you know, he needs us. 
you know, as far as, you know, to do it. That's what I mean. They don't need us, but he needs us to do something. Um, and I think that's huge for the kingdom just shows if you just trust God, believe him, don't question it. It's going to sound crazy because God doesn't think like we think, you know. It's, you know, he's way wiser than we are. And just do it. And that just, that man, that, that just showed me like, man, so what else um, is God going to tell me to do? Because I'm going to do it just to see what happens. You know, we have to change our minds. You know, we have to, you know, let this mind be in you, you know, self in Christ Jesus. You have to get that mind. Mm-hmm. If you get that mind in Jesus, man, they can't see you. They can't stop you. They're going to look at you crazy, but, you know, we're not supposed to care about that anyway. I don't. Right. So right. just just do, just do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I definitely am looking forward to see what, where God takes open praise in the future. I can just, I know it's going to be some great things. So looking definitely excited for that. Excited for you all. Um, but thanks again for, for joining us and having a great discussion. Awesome. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the interview with Jason McGriff of Open Praise Tampa. Here's a recap of the top five listen to episodes of the Go and Grow show in 2016. Number five, episode 11, Modern Purity featuring Ashley, a.k.a. He Got Me. Okay, when you take the vow of celibacy, it's almost imposed upon you that sex, you need to lock it up, Every dirty thought in your mind, it will never happen again because you're celibate now or you're a virgin and you're going to wait until you get married. And then the thoughts come and then you wonder what's wrong with you. And you think that some type of way you're doing something wrong, but we need to be honest about the way that God has wired us and how we're set up. Just like you stated with Adam and Eve in the garden. God initiated that. He married them off and sent them on their way to go and make babies. And we know where babies come from. So it's in us to do. He didn't have to sit them down and explain to them how to have sex and what to do and how it happens. So it's in us to do it. So to just understand that you don't have to feel condemned when the thought comes because there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk no longer after the flesh, but after the spirit. So know how you're wired and know that those thoughts, you have to bring those to God because they are, they are healthy thoughts in the context and confines of marriage. When you're not married, now you have a problem. But it's almost like, as I stated, you're the villain when something like that happens. But it's really just understanding how God created you. Number four, episode 13, Women Unchained, featuring Sharika Powell. I mean, purpose is, is, is huge. It's definitely important. And I think it's really important for us to um, strive to find out what our God-given purpose is, because we all have one, right? And my purpose and your purpose um, are unique and no one has the same purpose. God put an individual purpose um, in each and every one of us um, since we were born. And I think that it's our duty as God's children to 
figure it out. It's tough work. I know I've been there. I'm doing it. Um, it's tough work to find out what your purpose is, to find out what your passion is. But um, it's something that everyone should dig deep and and go for and strive for, um, because I think that's where you're really going to shine as a person. And no purposes is alike. It's all different. We're all different. And, and everyone brings something different to the table, even though it may be the same purpose or same gift, but it's executed completely different. And that's what makes it awesome and unique. Number three, The Conscious Christian, featuring my friend Welty, episode seven. This this whole black consciousness, yeah, it is definitely it can be um a compromising situation for a Christian. Um, in many ways. And I was looking through some things and I, I read um an article that was presented by um Michelle Baraka. I don't know if you had a chance to read through that one, but it was very interesting because one of the points that he brought up was um this this potential for this whole black conscious movement to be marketable. And that's something that he was cautious or, um, about. And I, I would say more than anything <clears throat> for me personally, as a Christian, I'm more concerned about the, uh, the caution of this whole black consciousness being self pride, um, where we lose sight of us as, as people of God, as children of God, that we don't can be so, um, you know, conscious of our race and um, our our seek for justice that we, in fact, um, discriminate and segregate ourselves from other people or isolate ourselves from other groups. Um, I think one of the things that Martin Luther King really stood for was unity of all people, not just to elevate one specific race. Um, understanding where your race is and in perspective to what's being just and what's unjust, but not to the point where now you become you become unjust or um, in le- illegal in your actions towards other people just for the sake of I'm going to get mine. So mm-hmm. um, I think we have to be mindful of that, not to go too far to the extreme. We have to be balanced in what we do. Number two. Voting in Faith with me and Bree, episode number 10. And some people at this point right now in our country, they kind of feel dismayed with the selections. And um, some people are saying, I don't want to vote. I mean, what but what does the word of God say about our world and our leaders? We are to pray for them. And I, I saw a couple of scriptures and I wanted just to review quickly uh, about them. First Timothy 2, 1 and 4, it says, first of all, then I urge that supplication prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says, If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, and seek my faith, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and heal their land. And then Psalms 22, chapter 28, or verse 28, I'm sorry, Psalms chapter 22, verse 28, for the kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. 
So basically, it doesn't matter who will be the next president, doesn't matter who will be next person in office, billionaire, senator, former first lady, a socialist perhaps, God is still the ruler, ruler of all nations. The kingship belongs to him. And despite whoever may be in office, we are to pray for them, pray for their wisdom, pray that God's wisdom will be over them and protection. And if they don't know the Lord, pray over them that they would get an opportunity to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And number one. Episodes 8 and 9, Encouraging Singles with Tiffany of 3P Ministries. Because I've been, what, single now two years, and thankfully I've gotten to the point where it's like, I'm good. It don't take Mm -hmm. me long. to Like I tell my friends this, I mean, just like any other human, I have my moments where I think about it. Oh, I wonder what he going to be like. I wonder what my kids, and then I snap out of it. Because it's like, I don't want to dwell too much. Because if I dwell, the enemy will bring somebody to distract me and make me think, oh, this must be time. And I, I have, have some stories. You hear me? Yeah, like that too. So. I'll we'll have to share that on another episode, but I got some stories. Right. And, <laughs> I mean, and that's when I, and I had to tell my God sister this once. I said, he knows what you want too. So don't think just because every dude that approach you, it's a possibility that he's your husband because that that's ain't right. always the case. The devil knows what you want and you desire. So he would bring something that looked just like it and have it saying all the right stuff and have you breaking, oh, yeah. breaking your standards and your things that you want to do just because you feel like this is God got you saying stuff, saying stuff like, why do we fight what God is doing when he is doing stuff? Okay. Now, you know, darn well, God ain't tell you that about this man. And you just met him yesterday. Like, Mm -hmm. let's, let's stop. Use some wisdom. You know what I mean? Take off the cloudiness, even though I've been there and done that a million times just because I wanted to be, he saved girl. He said he a pastor. But then he trying to get you in the bed. Okay, well, how that go? You know how that work? Like no, he. And then that's another thing about um, relationships and courting is that if he's trying to get you to change all your standards and all the stuff that you want to do, then mm. he probably ain't it. I mean, not the same. Not if he's trying to get you to say that it. You know, if he can't be it one day, but not today. That's and, right. Um, that's a, and the other part of that is what I'm trying to say is that do not always tell, and this is for men and women, what you want in a spouse. Do not tell them all that stuff from the beginning because Definitely they not. will present themselves to be exactly what you want. That's true. And then after so long, you're going to realize this joker ain't nothing like what I thought he was. You know what I mean? So it's like if you tell them what you want, guess what? They're going to give it to you. Just like I said, the enemy knows what you want. So he he's going to give that to you. And even if it is a fake, but you're going to eventually realize it. But by that point, you probably got your heart all tied up in them. And now you're heartbroken because now they're gone. They right. came and got what they wanted, and now they're out of there. And I learned that from the guy I was engaged to. I was engaged years ago, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, he, and I told him my whole list. Yeah. The first conversation, and he was like, "All right." And within six months, I realized everything on that list was a lie. And mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, that taught me a valuable lesson. Do not reveal everything, because if you reveal it, they will present it, and then you stuck." After if you get married because you know you done made them vow, so now you got to make a decision. 
follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. And remember, share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged.